Sunday, the Lord's Day. It is five o'clock, even though it's four o'clock. Yeah. But Kiara doesn't want us being on PPT, so we're gonna get into some things today. Welcome back to Sip That Tea, bitches. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Kiara we just were just zooming in. From, wait, what? I'm just saying we were zooming in on the thing. That's why I got <laughs> quiet. Because we couldn't see. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> we're going to talk about our highs and lows of, of the, the week. week to get started. Because this week was interesting. Mercury's been in retrograde, so you know, people be out here being a little crazy, including Kiara. Like, she's being crazy right now. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm behaving. Kinda. That's your high of the week. Behaving. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm gonna start with low first so I can end on a high. Ayy. So, my low for this week was I went to the dentist. And I have to get a fill in. Ugh. You want to brushing your teeth? I have a hole. Wait, a hole? In, in my what? tooth. I think from candy. You eat candy like that? I eat like... Well, I didn't I'm, know you ate candy. Girl, this is my second bag. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the same bag from last weekend. Y'all, no, we, it is. She has a bag of Jolly Ranchers. And Blow Pop. And I chew a lot of gum. I think it's like... I don't know. Well, you know, we did just have Halloween, so. Anyway, I have a hole in my tooth, but it's fine. It's not that painful. I don't really care. But I went to the dentist, and she said, bitch, you got to get a fill. And I was like, okay, ho, I'll be back. And she's doing what she needs to do and getting it done. What's your low? My low. <laughs> What's your low? Like, so that all happy? Um, what is my low? know what my low is really yeah you didn't have like a funky awkward moment my low of the week Ooh, i have a good one my low of the week okay y'all i'ma say i'ma i'ma spill some tea right now there is this website a clothing an online clothing store by the name of jersey champs based in new jersey okay (laughs) i ordered my halloween costume three weeks ago and tell me why i paid for same day shipping Mm -hmm. the day i ordered it that is when they ship it the next minute you order it and then i was looking at well I decided that I didn't want my Halloween costume anymore Mm -hmm. because I found another one. So then I emailed these people literally a couple hours after I placed my order. Actually, not even a couple hours, like an hour after I placed my order. And I was like, can you just cancel it? Like, I know it ain't left your facility yet. Like, just cancel it. Yeah. These hoes took, like, a week to respond. And they were like, send you your tracking information soon like they totally disregarded what I said and was just like let me send you the tracking information okay it's been three weeks and I still haven't gotten tracking information they were like 
last week they were like your order has been processed and shipped please allow up to 10 biz 10 days for the tracking number to be generated and forwarded to you excuse me this if that happened last week six days ago according uh -uh. to this email that means y'all were late and i paid for nothing and okay i dropped 124 dollars that's so much money on this and i still like not only have no I, refund dude i keep requesting like please cancel my order as i stated previously multiple times please let me know when my refund will be processed I think and they literally have not said anything about my refund. They were like, please allow two to four weeks for delivery. I think that I, this is one of those automatic automated emails. Girl, but the tea is that I was looking at Better Business Bureau and Jersey Champs. Yes, I'm going to say it publicly has an F rating. And everyone was filing complaints that were literally the same as me. They were like, I never got my shipment. I ordered like someone from like... There was a complaint from August where they were like, I ordered a jersey back in June. I never got it. And someone by the name of <clears throat> was emailing me, telling me that my tracking information hadn't been processed yet and blah, blah, blah. It was literally the same thing. Really? And there were like a, a hundred complaints. That's crazy. For literally the same thing. So anyway, that was my low of the week because I'm trying to get my refund back. I want to look her up on LinkedIn. Dollars. I don't this is like a legit person. person. I don't think so either. I want to look up on And I've contacted them. Like, this isn't the only email I've sent. Like, I've sent them, like, g girl, this, this, this. I sent that. I sent them this. And then I sent them this again. Like, I've sent them so many emails, and I still have not heard a thing. I need to, I want to look her up. I'm writing her name down. I'm nosy. I don't think she's a real person. Well, maybe she is, but it's just like, girl. Anyway, y'all, do not love. order anything on Jersey Champs because you will get scammed. Tea. And it's weird because, like, on social media, they have 2.1 followers. 2.1 million followers. That is so weird. On their Instagram. So it's just like, what? That's so weird. Anyway, I'm having a bad experience with them right now. So that was my low of the week. Well, but it sounds like that was everyone's having a bad experience with them. Yeah, but then you go on Twitter and people are like, I got my jersey. Oh, that's because they just you. retweeting the ones that they want to retweet. I'm, anyway, that's my low of the week. I'm frustrated. But you know what? Love and light. Let God do his thing. <laughs> I can't. This situation frustrates. Like I'm really about to get scammed over a hundred dollars, which, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, if there was another zero in front of that, I would be really mad. But you know, it's still fucked up. Anyway, I feel like you'll get your money back eventually. Get to highs of the anyway, week so I can be happy. Let's talk about the highs of the week. My high of this week was being back home in Chicago. Hello. Oops. And being chilly. Yeah, how was the weather? Uh, it was cute. It was actually not that bad. What's not that bad to you? Because mm. it was like 40. Oof. Mm. That wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. Oof. And, um, I just got to watch Christmas movies and be happy and be on a couch. 
couch that's large where I can lay. I was living my truth. You were. And? Indeed. What about you? My high of the week was... My high of the week... I'm a Libra. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm a Libra. A high of the week was that I got to participate in Afrotech weekend this weekend oh, yeah. in Oakland, which was pretty fun. What's Afrotech? Some people probably don't know. For some of you who don't know, Afrotech is a conference in, um, well, last year they had it in San Francisco, but this year they're they're having, I don't know if they had, I think they just moved it to Oakland because more black. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically like a tech event for black people. For the whole weekend so people get flewed in from like other parts of the country or whatever just to come here which was really cool and there's like a lot of seminars talks discussions about inclusion and diversity in the tech industry and on top of that like if you aren't actually going to the conference conference where by the way they have guest speakers come like terrence jenkins mm-hmm. guest spoke I don't know why he came because he I don't know if he's really impressive. <laughs> Anywho, um, anyway, um, whatever. Um, so yeah, they have like guest speakers, but if you're not actually going to like the tech conference because a lot of the times it's expensive, expensive. and it's kind of like a Dreamforce-ish mm. event out here. Actually, was Dreamforce this weekend? I also heard that Dreamforce dreams force this this weekend i don't know but i don't know but it's kind of like a dream force equivalent um but like i said because it's no it's next weekend next weekend okay in two weeks okay um because it's like a huge tech conference or whatever it's a little hard to get in either it's hella expensive or you have to have your company like pay Pay for it um so a lot of people like me or who people who just like aren't in tech, they just don't go. But there's hella parties um, and other like external events that are Afrotech, but not actually like in the conference that people can participate in, which is cool. And um, I went to this one event that was hosted by Airtable and it was cute. They had free food, fried chicken, drinks. They had... Um, Yesterday, they had another event at District that was for some tech company, and they had free food there, free drinks. So You cute. would be thriving at Afrotech. I probably would. You would be thriving. Thriving. Too bad it's over. And it's a good way to network. I know. That's okay. Next year. Next year. There's always next year. We're going to plot for next year. Yeah, I'll plan it better. I'll be prepared. Um, But, yeah, so that was my high of the week. I love that. Going to Afrotech. Yes! Uh, Whitney said I'm networking while I said I'm nesting. By the way, we've both been really into pregnancy videos. Yeah. They're so... Honestly, I was... I learn a lot. Like, my mom thinks I'm weird for being like, oh my god, look what I learned in a pregnancy vlog. But it's like, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. into. Like, a lot of the... Like, I didn't know... That they, the way they induce you Ooh. is giving you pitocin, Ooh. and it makes your contractions, like, more aggressive. And I didn't even know that much about contractions. Like, I just thought they were just, like... Painful. I just thought they were just, like, cramps you get while pregnant. Like, I didn't know it led to labor. Really? Or I didn't know... Really? Oh. Really? 
Like, I didn't know that it was supposed to be five minutes apart, and that was when you were supposed to, mm. Like, I always thought that you just had to, like, pee a little bit, and then you were like, I'm having a baby. But it was Actually, water breaking. Yeah, I, I, I thought the water breaking, I knew about the contractions, but I didn't know about the five minutes thing. But I think that's only because of my parents. It's really why I knew all about that stuff. Yeah, I, but... Besides that, yeah, I didn't know too much. So and those and videos I didn't are know. fun. And I didn't know. How long? Yes. Y'all, you could be in labor for 48 days. hours. N- days. days. Like, like we, we watched this girl who was in labor for, oh, we, Shay Mitchell. She was in labor, labor for, for 72 hours. hours. In a hospital. Whew, I'm tired. And she was suffering. For suffering. Suffering. Anyway, if you want to watch those videos, it seems weird, but just click one They're and then you so get hooked. Interesting. You'll get hooked. It's so fascinating. And honestly, what a good idea to vlog and make money while on maternity leave. You know, know what I'm saying? Get that like, coin. Because a lot of moms, they be like bored. feeling bored or like maybe a little. Yes. And so like. You know, they can just do what they do on a normal day yeah, and just vlog it. it. Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's all about my baby. And vlogging can be like, no, bitch, it's about me mm-hmm. and my baby mm-hmm. that I'm making money off of. Mm-hmm. Well, when you put it like that. It, it sounds bad, yeah. but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to slip that in there because that's also another high, I feel like. Yeah. Because I was like, we started watching those right after we finished recording our last episode. Mm-hmm. But... Anyway, so Whitney, what are we gonna be sipping on today? We're gonna be sipping on the tea of, well, recently there has been a lot of talk around the situation with who we like to call Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Stuff. And I guess they are thinking about, or they will be Not removing. They doing it. It's they, done. They doing it about removing likes. So on this episode of Sit That Tea, season two, episode two, Kiara and I <laughs> are gonna go through how social media has impacted and influenced society, specifically how Black culture kind of rose up with the whole, mm-hmm. not just Instagram, but Black Twitter. And black people in general really just, like, influence the culture. I know. Period. And that's that on that. So to get into some things, we're going to talk about how Twitter originated. Because a lot of people don't know that Ashton Kutcher actually put it on. I didn't know that. Ashton Kutcher was like, hey, y'all, I'm going to use Twitter. And then Twitter gained popularity that way back in 2000, what was it, Two, the early 2000s. Not that early. The 2010s, yeah. right? Uh-uh. 2000? Yeah. Girl. Okay. 2006, girl. Whitney was typing in when did, and then Google was foul and wrote, when did slavery end? Anyway. <laughs> did you not see that? No. <laughs> when did slavery end? Like, damn. Which was only... <laughs> it's the second one. Wait. 1865. That's not that long ago. And then after that, it was the like, civil rights and Jim Crow anyway, laws. This ain't history class. <laughs> I just went on a whole tangent just because of a search. My bad. Anyway, Twitter started in 2006. Wow, I was an infant. Anyway, 
we no, were in not sixth an grade. infant, but like, yeah, we were children. Yeah, so how would we know? We wouldn't know. So Twitter, like, you know what? Actually, yeah, because before Black Twitter started in like 2013, 2014, mm-hmm. it was not that popping. No, I don't even. I don't even know what it was for. Like, exactly. Like, people weren't, they were using it, but it wasn't, like, how it is today. I think, I don't know, I'm speculating, but I think that Twitter was meant to be, like, a Facebook, but with no photos. Like, just giving updates on what's happening. Yeah, because Facebook is, like, an entire platform, like, statuses, pictures, interacting with people. Like, it's a, Facebook was, like... A MySpace. It was like a new MySpace, like a new everything encompasses, is encompassing everything. But the problem with Facebook is that for a lot of people, it's too dense. That's why a lot of the like younger generation, like us and younger, don't use Facebook because everyone is so used to like instant gratification and like quick, impatient. I want to look at a couple things and like that's it. Especially for taking in news and all of that. I think that's. The beginnings of Twitter wasn't much of nothing, not for nothing, ain't shit. And then, what happened to what I said? Of who whispered that? Like in 2013-2014. While we were in college, and this was when people were starting to get woke. This and is funny. when people were starting to get woke because low-key, the Trayvon Martin situation mm-hmm. had Twitter in shambles also because, actually no, it wasn't Trayvon, yes, it was Trayvon Martin. Because when we were in high school, that was when the whole thing, like, happened. That was when the shooting actually happened. But then when we were in college, that's when the trial happened. Okay, because I'm like, all I know is I was fucked up and I was screaming about that to some police officers. So that was in college when I was doing all that. So that must have been for the trial. I remember that story and that giggling. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we might talk about that later. But, so, yeah, so, that, I think, was, like, a huge part of, like, why Twitter started becoming what it was, because black people was like, this ain't right, and we gonna prove why it ain't right. Oh, yeah, it's, like, a, more of, like, a place where, it was, like, a place where black people's voices could actually be heard and seen, so everyone's, um, opinions, they were sharing their opinions so other people could here and you know what I love about Twitter and I think a lot of people love about Twitter it's nice to find content that you relate to yeah. which is why it works so when other black people were being all does your mama make you clean the sink like this everyone was like do we have to say mama so it's like a bonding thing yep. joking yep. all of that cute stuff yep. and then after that it became like comedy oh yeah it was super it was funny funny. and a lot of that had to do with the fact that miss vine a lot of them black comedians who came from vine which started in like 2011 2012 and was at peak when we started college in 2013 
while Twitter, black Twitter was peaking, there was like a little parallel going on between Vine and Twitter. Okay, Miss Analyst. And so all the comedians from Vine were also gaining popularity on other social media platforms like Instagram and Twitter mostly. A lot of them try to go to YouTube. But that didn't all work out for them. Oh, it kind of flopped. (laughs) Here are MacBook Max. Went to sleep, sorry. That flopped too. (laughs) We're having a lot of technical difficulties today just because we're trying to, you know, try new things. But anyway. She really said goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) But at least she kept going. T. Okay, keep (laughs) going. Sorry. Anyways, so while Black Twitter and Vine were on the rise, Vine decided to be like, you know what, we're going to sell you. Bye, which was, bye, bye. Which was a bad mistake because now it's worth billions. billions and I they know. only sold it for a million. A mistake. Bad one. A mistake. But because Instagram started the video recording and the stories and all that, mm-hmm. Vine started getting dropping... Shoved. Like, around 2016, 2017, Vine started, like, dipping a little bit anyway, even though people were like, oh, my God, I love Vine, and and Vine was iconic, Um, but because of that, people were shifting to Instagram. All the black comedians had already gained a following on Mm -hmm. Twitter, Mm -hmm. so that's also one of the reasons how black Twitter rose was from that, like, funny comedy factor That that came with all of the trauma we was going through because around that time there was hella police shootings there was so getting, much was happening get, yeah it was like too traumatic getting recorded oh, people yeah. were speaking Ooh. remember there was that um it was around the time that there was that really bad shooting situation in texas i think it was in houston mm-hmm. and it was like a police there was a police shooting and it resulted into a civilian shooting police and then it was like too much. going back it was too much gun violence so there was like a year i think it was 2017 where things just got really really bad and black twitter decided to combine funny with trauma and then it became black twitter wow and what it is today wow Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> Episode done. <laughs> so, while Twitter was rising, as we mentioned earlier, Instagram did too. You're like preaching. I'm just saying the facts, bitch. From Instagram, we got Cardi B, for example. True. Who is actually, she's been very vocal and passionate about How this Instagram like situation because. She started from Instagram. She was, for those of you who don't know, Cardi B was was, hip hop. Well, no, before that, she was a stripper. Yep. She was like literally broke a stripper, had a horrible story. Mm -hmm. Then she went on Instagram. She started gaining popularity there just because she is funny. She was the one that was like, if we, it's cold outside, but I'm looking like a thotty because a hoe never gets cold. And if you watched Love and Hip Hop, she was the one that was like, if you have beef with me, we gonna have beef forever. So, backtrack. After she started gaining a following on Instagram, Instagram she started, She I, I remember she came out with a song before she was on Love and Hip Hop, and it got some traction, and then she went on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. 
And then she was like doing her music career, and then she Ms. got more followers. Then Miss Atlanta Records said, "You know what? Signed." But because of her Instagram following, yeah, um, is why she rose to success. Which basically is basically what Whitney is trying to say is that Instagram, the likes, the engagement, all of that, was a reason why. Cardi rose to success and why she's so passionate about the likes going away because that's not one way that she got famous because now you don't really, you know, have to be all that. I mean, not saying she's not talented, but you don't have to be all that talented or you don't have to be all that like whatever and whatever you're looking to do as long as you have a good Instagram following and you can put um like if you can back that up with facts Mm -hmm. statistics Mm -hmm. then agencies people record labels businesses they will want you Mm -hmm. a prime example of that is instagram models like all them instagram models who you know use hella filters funny how they're getting booked and they're busy getting flown out to Paris Fashion Week or New York Fashion Week. like While being untalented, mind you. So I just wanted sh- to add that in. Or short, like, like, or shorter. Like, they're not short, short. But, like, as someone who religiously watched America's Next Top Model, we all know that supermodels have to be 5'11", no shorter, no less, except for the petite season, but that's besides the point. Anyway, Lisa Renna's daughter, <laughs> Lisa Renna's, daughters they both started on instagram um amelia and bella i think the other one's name is bella i'm not sure i can't remember but amelia was on instagram and she was not for nothing i mean she was cute or whatever but she was regular degular and then she had an instagram following and then an agency was like funny how let me sign you and that's how things are happening now like as long as you have an instagram following you can go to any agency and be like i want to be a model because look at this look at that and you know, Kiara said, in my professional social media opinion, because I work as a social media coordinator, mm-hmm. you can get a job too if you have an Instagram following. So, not only was that happening, but still, the Instagram, wait, comedians from Twitter moved from Twitter on to Instagram because you can go back to doing the same old thing that you were doing on Vine. Mm-hmm. But you can do it on Instagram, but for a little bit longer instead of doing it shorter like Vine. Yep. So the real thing that we all need to remember here is that the folks from Vine, they're successful on Vine because it was only a short period amount of time. So they got used to telling jokes in that shorter period amount of time. Yep. The reason why they weren't successful on YouTube is because with YouTube, in order to be successful and to get money, you have to have at least a 10-minute long video where you can include ads in. Yep. So sometimes it's hard for these folks to be that long. It's funny for that long. Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't really Ricky, but Mr. Ricky, he was popping on Vine. Ricky Thompson. He got popping on Twitter, and then he booped his ass to Instagram, knew what he was doing, capitalized off all the new updates, all of the new features, and used that to his advantage. And now. He's, he's working booked. with Mariah Carey. Mariah. He's getting flown out for Alexander Wang. He was doing things for Mr. Anime. He was doing something else. Isn't his name Omine? 
I don't. I, I used know. to say anime too, and then my ex boyfriend roasted me. It's continuing. Okay. Well, what Whitney said, because I can't pronounce it, so that name. That person, the rapper. The rapper. And so basically, because of his likes, his engagement, that is why his career got really successful, on top of him being a really funny person and talented in what he does. But he has the stats behind him. He has the numbers to show. For it. And that's what we're trying to illustrate. But I wanted to go back to a good point you made earlier about the Instagram models getting booked and busy, even though they so-so. And with social media, you don't have to be all that. You just need numbers to back you up. Mm -hmm. You actually have to be nothing or whatever. Because the most followed person on Instagram right now is Selena Gomez. Some of y'all about to get mad in a second. I just know. I'm just warning you right now. You're going to get mad because we're going to say that she ain't it. So if you want a little, like, motivation right now, just know that if social – if Selena Gomez is the most followed person on Instagram right now, you can do anything. You really can. And that was all tea, all shade. The world is the possibility. It's open for yours. Because I mean, we can go into this into we can we can go we'll into do it this later in another in another episode. But Selena Gomez is really not that talented. Ooh. She said some problem, real problematic stuff in the past. Ooh. She should have stuck with acting. She was she, good at it. She was Wizard of Waverly Place. She was good at Wizard acting. Wizard of Waverly Place. She would have been like she and probably she threw that away. She did. She probably would have been like. That bitch. At bigger than, well, no, she's still pretty she probably big now. Been she like Jennifer been, Lawrence. She would have been more. Movies. She would have been more successful than like probably Miley Cyrus's acting career. Well, duh. Or even Demi Lovato's. Well, Demi, Demi, Demi doesn't, doesn't act. That. Demi, Demi stayed in her lane. Demi, after she did Camp Rock, she said, "You know what? Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. We good. We but good." But Selena, like, you know. What we're trying to say is that she's mediocre. She ain't all that, and she's the most followed person on Instagram. There's this other white girl. Um, I don't know her name. I don't know her name. But I just know that there's this white girl out there with 5 million followers who was the face of one of those luxury brands. I feel like it was like Louis Vuitton or a Louis Vuitton equivalent. Mm -hmm. um, where she was like flown out and getting deals for like fashion shows, and she's like a regular regular like Emma Chamberlain. Yes, her. Y'all about to get mad too. She is a Bay Area native though. But and I'm not, so I said what I said. <laughs> Period. Okay. Well, yeah. Basically, the point of it is you can be average but as long as you have you know a lot of bay area natives okay. aren't even warriors fans okay. no more so oh like she really <laughs> i can't a lot of warriors fans are band wagoners who are not from here so i mean i'm just gonna i'm anyway the point of it is is that you if you just work really hard and post a lot get your schedule together do good content you can build a strong following and that's how you can get deals like all these regular degulars i know there are some influencers you work with who ain't on it but they still be getting coin 
Am I wrong? No, you're not. And Kiara sees the stats. Like she, you, you not only see the numbers that they push, but the I'm sad. But you also see like the money. I can't because I can't disclose it. But I will anyway because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it's not going to say a specific brand. But I'm going to say is someone paid someone $10,000 to do two Instagram posts and a story. <laughs> mm, that's all I'm going to say. Mm, I'm angry and she doesn't even have a big following. I said 10000 Wait, what was her following? It's probably like. 100k which is big which is good mm-hmm. but ten thousand dollars worth was she all that was she popping um in in her <laughs> arena i guess but my point of the matter is ten thousand dollars for two instagram and a story i know how much effort it takes to do shit like that i get it but that's when i got upset and i said you know what, what am i doing with my life I could really well, be making that point. Also, it makes me upset because, like, I personally shit on tech a lot for having, like, the problems and, like, leading to homelessness and shit. But maybe I should be shitting on social media companies <laughs> for paying influencers $10,000 but not donating to, like, affordable housing. Girl. Girl. I don't know. Anyway. You might have, girl. Maybe I'm onto something bad, but anyway, we gonna continue with it. We went on a rant. That was left. So while mediocre influencers are flourishing, so are small businesses. And I'm sure y'all see these Instagram ads all yeah. the time. And those Instagram ad formulas are Work. to the T. Like one time, my roommate, my um, old roommate and I were talking about going to therapy. And I think she was looking up like a talk space type of thing. And Miss Thing popped up on Instagram. Yep. They know what they're doing. And now from someone who's living on the back end, clickback, bitch. That's how it works. Yep. Anyway, support the small businesses. But what we're saying is Instagram is a really great platform for small businesses and Instagram ads. Mediocre people too. And mediocre people because it gives y'all the platform and the ability to thrive as a small business and, you know, get your coin in, get that good ROI. You know what I'm saying. While Twitter is kind of like the originator of all these ideas and a place where people can, like, conversate. So you got the combination of Instagram Mm -hmm. blowing people up with Twitter blowing people up. Yeah. But just in different ways. Yeah, in different ways. And it creates the internet breaking there have been times where the internet was literally shook and shambles doesn't know because wigs blown all because of these two platforms and that's it two that's all it took isn't that wild for people to start talking two is all it took for the russian government to here we go (laughs) to like hack into our election and shit (sighs) two is all it took for people to start tweeting about the impeachment i can't Two was all it took for Donald Trump. I can't. I really can't. To, to go on these dumbass Twitter rants. Thank God he don't have an Instagram. Could you imagine? I can't. Could you imagine Whitney. his Instagram stories? He really don't have one. I mean, they he probably does. He probably does, he does. But 
Oh, it's like someone else posts for him, so no. And it's not verified. It is. Oh, yeah, yikes. But, ooh, thank God he doesn't use... Wait, are you saying he follows me? Matt Watari. Ooh, ooh I just called him out. Sorry, you can bleep that out. <laughs> Kiara. Anyway, so you got... Like, that's, like, kind of a big deal, though. Like, the impact that Twitter has and the fact that Twitter's not doing anything about it also, which is, like, kind of pissing me off. Jack. Um, that's a CEO. The only thing Jack is doing is not, like, he posted that announcement. Oh, because he was shading Facebook. He was shading Facebook about the um, the false advertisements. <laughs> Jack, what are you going to do about all these Nazis and trolls, boo? He don't care. He don't care. What are you going to do about Trump? Because he should have had his account disabled, like, a while ago. Well, RIP to that employee who disabled it for that little while. Thank you for your service. I really... I really hope they paid him a good severance. Probably not. I don't know why Jack and all these like high CEOs and anyway. But that is a product of what social media can do. You got like all these Russian trolls going in fighting people. T. Impacting the election. Because of social media. T. You also got oh, we were talking earlier about all them police shootings. Yeah. There was a period of time, like I said, around 2017 where things got bad. Not even police shootings, but just, like, mass shooting and gun violence. And I think that was kind of, like, a wake-up call for a lot of older people who were, like, not on social media and maybe didn't realize that gun violence was a, that much of a problem. Yeah. And then they were like, you know what? This is We ghetto. got a problem. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a little ghetto. And then you got Miss that bitch aka that bitch aoc she roasted mr mark about the false advertising yeah she's so funny so social media does have an impact on politics even though kiki and i can sit up here and talk about like influencer culture and insta thoughts and all that like it really goes full circle because everybody uses social media now to get the word out yeah they do everybody Everybody, no matter who you is. And everybody wants to break the internet. Yeah, they do. Everybody. They do, actually. Oh my god, I just remembered a moment that broke the internet. What? Miss Popeyes and Chick-fil-A when they got in that fight. Yep. That was the best one. Fast food. Be using some smart-ass social media interns. And they Popeyes gained so much business. I know. So much business. The first time they released that chicken sandwich. The second time they released that chicken sandwich. Which is now, but they're not taking it back anytime soon. But what was special was before it was just temporary. Yeah. And they, were, they like made some fat coin. Coin. Off that, and a lot of it had to do with the feud between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. Oh. And Black Twitter, because Black Twitter started that. T. You know? So, but on a less serious note, on a funny note, Social media also impacts us in, like, a funny way. Like, I remember if y'all were on Twitter, and I think this happened in 2000, 2017, where some article tweeted nigger instead of bigger as a typo, and black Twitter decided to turn into this thing called hashtag nigger navy because that original article was referencing something about a navy ship. And so the memes from that were funny as fuck. I'm trying to see if I can find one. Um, 
Nathan Zed ended up making a nigger navy playlist. Oh. On Apple. It was Yahoo Finance. Yep, Yahoo Finance. Wait, what was the title? Trump wants a much nigger navy. Here's how much he'll start with. And then there's so many reactions. And the memes, the gifts, the songs. Girl. Uh, what? I'm tired. We just saw something foul about Lieutenant Popeyes. <laughs> anyway, for those, if you know, you know. Secondly, there was a whole, there were actually two documentaries about this. The Fire Festival and mm-hmm. the social media impact that had. Yeah. How are y'all going to tell me that a mediocre, dumbass man <laughs> who is of a certain race that I'm not going to clock because that would sound really foul. How are you going to tell me that this, like, really not smart guy got all this coin and all this press and all these funds and hyped up? A, fe- uh, a music festival yeah. and it ended up a scam like and the fire festival still leaves me speechless cause I just so don't funny. know what to think it was kind of like if he can do all that then I can do anything I remember when it happened and I remember being like what is going on what is this and I was like these people are so dumb and then when the documentary came out, it was just so funny to see what the memes were. And then Mr. And that ja Rule. Sucking, gonna about to suck dick for a Dasani delivery and clearing it through customs. I can't. So for those of you who don't know um, the, the situation that was the flop of Fire Festival. Fire Festival was this big, it was advertised as this big music festival like Coachella luxury music festival yes similar to Coachella yachts but on an island villas it was gonna be on a uh, what what island was it like a off the coast of Bahamas Baham yeah yeah it was in the Bahamas because I remember the documentary they started talking about how much money oh yeah Mr. Billy McFarlane is the Bohemians and so basically what happened was this guy named Billy McFarlane who was trying to be he was trying to become like a like a kind of like a tech guru in a way because he started a business using this like luxury elite credit card and Mm -hmm. then he turned into he turned that credit card into like a luxury brand where the users of this card can be in like this elite quote-unquote club or membership mm-hmm. and they would eat they would have like houses associated with it exclusive events for card holder members but their events ended up being like whack like all these creeps and wannabe rich people would, and would like yeah. fronting ass niggas would like participate mostly and not the audience that they actually wanted to gain so he was dealing with that and then as like a little another little hustle or a scam that he would try to do was um when he started this music festival i don't really know why he wanted to start the music festival 
I, I think don't remember. That, I think that him and Ja Rule just went to the Bahamas and got fucked up and were like, wouldn't it be cute to do a music festival? Well, it was that, but I feel like Billy was trying to tie it into his... Oh, his app. His app and credit launch. card thing. Yeah. So there was that, but yeah, they ended up going to this island and they were stupidly like, oh my god, let's do that together. Like, let's have a music festival. It'll be easy. So, um, as uneducated people would would actually do, like uneducated people would do, they wanted to have this music festival within six months, which is very unrealistic. And, like, not some, like, on an island, too, like, not even, like, they didn't even want to do a test run, like, in New York somewhere. They said, no, we go into an island where it's difficult to get supplies. Where the weather is unpredictable. Yeah. It was just a whole... Anyway, watch the documentary. It was a whole hot-ass mess. The one on Hulu is educational. The one on Netflix is... One is produced by Fuck Jerry. The Netflix one is produced by Fuck Jerry, which is the digital media agency That. that Billy McFarlane used to broadcast all the advertising from... Or for Fire Festival. So keep that in mind because it's biased. The Hulu one. The Hulu one is the legit one. It spills the tea. But basically what ended up happening was they invested all this money into their social media press and to get the word out that they went back to the island. They did photo shoots yep. with celebrities. Um, what's her name? Haley Baldwin. Baldwin. Now Haley Bieber was there. Kendall. Bella. The Hadids. Bella was there. I don't think Gigi. Gigi would never. She ain't like that. She she ain't. But yeah, Bella was doing photo shoots Jasmine. and like and like commercials with them. Like all these like the VS model. Yeah, all these like really well known models who have large followings um, help propel, get the word out. And then Kendall Jenner also posted an ad there. for it. Yeah, I know, she wasn't. I don't think she was there. Oh, there, but she posted. But it. she posted it. Yeah, and she, Ken and she Kendall, posted a picture. Kanye was went to perform or something. Yeah. So all the things were happening. Blink-182 was supposed to perform. Um, oh, there was this other, like, EDM. But they basically group. used their social... They used Fuck Jerry's social media, whatever, to their advantage. Yep. And used all these really big-name people who got a lot of likes and got a lot of engagement. And obviously, Joe Rule, the R&B artist, he has... Connections. Connections. Or is he a rapper? What is he? I don't know. He's just a, a recording artist who has connections, obviously. But if you look at Fire Festival's advertising, like the way they did it was like, oh shit, I want to go. go on this. So all these influencers were literally chopping an arm, lay, an ar- arm. arm and leg off to, to go. go. Like one guy quit his job yeah. to go because... It was, it was a trend. It was like, oh my god, the new thing that I want to do. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, is this going to be the new Coachella? Obviously, I want to go to it before it becomes like a, like, thing. A, like a thing. Like it was almost like ridiculous how thirsty these influencers were to go. Parched. And then when they got there, the whole thing was in shambles. They had to live in tents. They had to have like lunchable turkey sandwiches as meals none of the performers showed up it was raining all of the flights there were was like no not water out. yeah no water 
it was just so everyone was drinking alcohol can you imagine the horror be like i'm thirsty it was a hot ass night people were peeing on their tents just so people wouldn't yeah just so people wouldn't get a tent because there was a shortage of How tents. disgusting. Anyway, watch the documentary. It was very interesting and just shows how, like, thirsty people are for social media attention. So true. Very thirsty. Another situation that showed how thirsty people are and what bro- this broke the internet, like, broke it, was Mad Black Thought. Slash emo black thought. Isaiah. AKA Isaiah, a black man. This situation in particular had me shook because. Wait, a lot I, of people don't know what that is. So, Mad Bla- Emo Black Thought and Mad Black Thought are a Twitter account, or they were a Twitter, a Twitter account. account. Um, and. This situation kind of had me shook because I had been following this Twitter account since it started. Like, since there were, like, 5,000 followers, and everyone thought that um, the face behind this Twitter account was this girl named Nicole. That's how I knew her, this black transgendered girl named Nicole. And um, then, like, she never really posted pictures of herself. She would always tweet, like, have you drank water today? How's your skincare? Have you done your skincare routine today? And tweet a lot about pop culture. She, um, Ooh, he gone. she start. Ooh, ooh, the fan. She would tweet, um, at Ariana Grande. She would tweet at Normani. She would tweet at all these, um, like celebrities. And because Nicole had like, I followed her when she had like 5,000 followers on Twitter, but she grew to have, Almost like a hundred and seventy yeah. thousand followers on Twitter, and it got to the point where like Normani was paying this account to promote for her because of how good she was with social media. Yeah, she, like, which made sense. And like she was targeting the I think the audience that she wanted to audience, which was specifically black, black women, because she would tweet for black women. And then all of a sudden, a, a couple weeks ago. Emo Black Thought was like, I'm going to do a reveal. And they did the reveal. Ended up, it ended up being a man. This black man who's our age. That's crazy. A whole and it ass was, man. It was not cute. And he was doing it. Basically, the reason why he did the reveal is because he wasn't able to get deals hiding behind the persona. Yeah. So he needed to reveal himself to get coin and even in his apology video he was was so weird at the end of his um reveal video slash apology video he's basically listing his resume like oh i do musical theater i really want to get more into this i really want to get more into that acting blah 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 and it was just very like unauthentic like okay you're clearly here for a coin and that sucks and also he was like what videos do you guys want to see from me i feel like i should do a q a a blah 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 it's like this doesn't feel right after you saying that you're not a woman why are we asking about what videos we should do next so basically like the black community canceled him real quick like yeah he's gone he's that account got deleted 
He deleted himself. He's not on Twitter. He's not on Instagram. He was forgotten. He gone. A lot. He was forgotten. And a lot of other people who were, like, who have following, who are influencers, who are celebrities or whatever, they were kind of speaking out about it a little bit. Kaylani. And they were like, this ain't right because black women are always getting stuff stolen from them. So, that's that on that. Yeah, that was kind of foul. What a mess. So, yeah. Um, so we're all we're saying is is the fact that the likes are such an important thing on Instagram and on Twitter, obviously, because that gives you your credibility. And y'all, really, seriously, what's gonna happen when the likes go away? Because as someone who is in the industry. Wait, what industry? Because people might think you're oh, an influencer. Right. <laughs> people might be like, ooh, you're an Instagram model. Well, I could be. But <laughs> as someone who works in social media on the back end of ooh, things. this tea was good. You're welcome. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Likes to brands, even though we all know engagement is more important. But still, like, likes are still pretty important to brands and to companies and to influencers. That's how they get their businesses. What do you guys look for? Well, we look for engagement as well as likes. But a lot of the times, brands, like, they really want to get a certain amount of likes on each post and each thing. And so it's so interesting to think what is actually going to happen like what seriously like what's going to happen and what the impact that's what kind of impact that will have on kind of everything if you think about it yeah because i mean like instagram influencers they have their following which is large that's great they'll get lots of likes and when they get likes and they get good engagement a lot of the times that's why brands reach out to them to do deals so if you see someone who's like promoting a lotion it's because that lotion company was like she gets a lot of likes she gets a lot of comments i want to work with her but without the likes i guess you can still measure engagement but engagement is found through the likes and comments so it might not be that accurate but you have to use tools to figure that out but basically it kind of i don't know if it actually will but i'm curious to see if it will threaten influencers livelihood Mm -hmm. and how they'll get paid how they'll do business like the shift and all that like what is going to happen because you could have people like um like miss well yeah miss emma yeah who is very mediocre maybe she'll continue getting some coin on her fashion deals but for the most part like what talent does she have to back up her numbers Ricky Thompson, however, Ooh, here we go. created his foundation and he was smart and he used Instagram in a way like where it was kind of in his favor. Like he can showcase yeah. his talents on that. And he's making big hoins now. So all of the other sponsor- little sponsorships and deals he was making it, are like, probably not going to like hit him as bad. Yeah, because he still has other things to land off of. Boop. So... It's a really big shift that's happening, and it's kind of scary, I think, for some folks. And honestly, for me, because I'm like, what's going to happen? Seriously, what is going to happen? 
I don't know, y'all. I really don't know. I don't know what will happen. Yeah. Also, for businesses, for small businesses who sell online on Instagram, like, I feel bad. What will they do? I mean, Instagram, uh, well, okay. Their ads are good, but, like. Here's, here's, here's my thing. This is my unprofessional opinion, because I'm not in the industry like Kiki. But it seems to me like Instagram is about to catch a case because how are they going to make their whole business model on likes and following Mm -hmm. allow people to monopolize on that, allow people to post ads, and then take Take a big component of the monopolization or the capitalization of that away. I know. It doesn't make... Sense. sense and it's weird and it's also like how is mm, I don't know how Instagram going to be affected by that I think they might actually be affected by it because and I don't know like a lot of people, I mean you said this before a lot of people like instant gratification so people love seeing how many likes they get on photos so yeah. if you take that away well, apparently Instagram is doing it for a um, mental health purposes. I know, but which is what bullshit. I which is what I heard. I don't know how true that is, but that's it's like someone on Twitter said that. Um, and I'm just kind of like, but like that's whack. It still doesn't make no sense because. Yes, mental health is, like, a big component of that. But a lot of it is, like, small businesses, like you said. Yeah. How people make their money. Even though these influencers are low-key whack, that's how they make their money. Yeah. So, I don't get it. It's like, okay, if you know you are, like, triggered by social media in some ways, go to therapy and get off social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not Instagram's, like... It's not Instagram's duty to, to do that. But I think it's just because of all the teens that are on it, which I get. But I feel like this generation has been, like, the, the newer generation has been a little bit more, like, aware of how damaging social media can be. Mm-hmm. And they, like, realize it ain't all that deep. Unlike us who grew up and we were all like, ooh, this is my life. Yeah. But... But unfortunately, some people just, like, aren't that aware still, even the older people. I know. I, I'm, i like, so curious to see how this plays out because I can't remember if we just said it before because we were talking about it outside, but I have a, I feel like it's going to be a shit show. I can't wait to see what Miss Twitter is going to say. Yeah. Also, Cardi B went on Instagram Live um, yesterday, or maybe it was this morning, and she was giving her two cents on the situation, saying that she feels like where Instagram got nasty, her words, was where they started Wait, allowing. Ooh, they are rattling, bitches. Ooh, this is a bomb. Oakland's loud. Yeah, yeah. Look. I know. Look she at can the hear it. Sound waves. Are they almost done? They sound like they're right there. 
Oh, and he's parked. Oh, wait, he's at a red light. Oh, no, he's getting out. Oh, he turned his car off. Oh, love that. This guy just honked at him. I'm dead! <laughs> wait, this is... He's talking to them. He's talking to people who honk. Oh, they're... They're best bitches? Oh my god, I just saw something on Twitter that said Summer Walker hate her job just like everybody else. I don't get it. Summer Walker. I know, why does she hate her job? Um, it's a joke because she has anxiety, I guess, and she hates performing. She does? She like gets really anxious about performing. Damn, what is she gonna do then? Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. She hates her job. She needs to get on medication like me. Exactly. <sighs> Anyway, back to what we were saying. <laughs> Miss Party, she was doing um She was doing an Instagram live basically saying like, yes, there's like a mental health aspect that Instagram wants to address. But where the situation got nasty is where people is where Instagram starting started allowing people to like comments. Oh yeah. And engage with comments. Yeah, that's because so true. then people would be fighting in the comments, saying like foul, disrespectful stuff, and it would just get out of hand like that. So, yeah, and honestly, I thought that Instagram had a nice update when they allowed you to control what the comments were saying and who could comment. So it's like if you really don't want to see none of that stuff, you can put in certain words. Oh my god, I just freaking scratched the shit out of my nose, like. <laughs> Jackie Ina, unfortunately, as a black woman in beauty, she has to put words like ape, horse, <sighs> like so ugly. all these foul-ass words in as her disabled comments so that she doesn't get those comments. So it's like, I feel like Instagram was already doing that and taking away the likes like I... In conclusion, I don't know what she gonna be doing. In conclusion, I'm confusion. Bitch. Okay, wordsmith. Also, I don't, like, this is a whole other, like, this might, this is another reason why some people who are leading these tech companies shouldn't be leaders because the ideas they're coming up with are not helping society and they're not helping their business model or their platform. Okay, go off. And it doesn't make no sense. Gross. And now they're affecting all these other people negatively. I know. I, I know. can't believe I'm really sitting up here defending likes right now, but when you put it into like, perspective, my livelihood? Like, how they want to start a whole era of, like, social media. And then take it away. Uh, Am I throwing a fit? Is this what a tantrum is like as an adult? Probably. Anyway, that shit's whack. Anyway, we'll see how this plays out, because... I'm not sure. Let us know what you guys think is going to happen in the comments. I'm gonna on keep our my Instagram. eye out because, and also like, not as many people are speaking out about this as I thought. It's like people who, like you and me, who don't have a following. I know. I'm are, concerned. Like, the most. I'm, like, I'm like, like Golden Barbie. Has she said anything about it? Probably not. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm interested. Jasmine Sanders. I have not seen her say anything about it. They're gonna That's say something about it when all of a sudden their shit goes away. Uh, like all these people are still living their lives uh, what's fashion nova gonna do girl you know fashion nova is stable okay 
Fashion Nova is stable. I guess. They're just going to have to, like, scout their own models on their own instead of looking to Instagram. I know. Like, hire our friend Anne. T. Okay, y'all. That brings us to the end of our lovely episode from Sip That Tea. We couldn't get a producer on board, so we're just going to make our own jingle. Oh, yeah. Offbeat. Bye, guys. (laughs)